Hey there, Freedom Fighters. My name is Andrew Warner. I'm the founder of Mixergy, where I interview with entrepreneurs, where I still do interview entrepreneurs about how they built their businesses. Um, a few years ago, I offered a course for, we decided to go all out and we offered it for over a couple of thousand dollars and it was selling well. And then someone on our team said, Andrew, you should offer a payment plan. And I said, mm, I'm not so sure. And then someone in the in the audience said, you should offer a payment plan. I thought, payment plan, it's $2,000 plus people have their credit cards. What do they need me to give them a payment plan for? But it was pushed so much that I finally decided to give it a shot. And sure enough, the payment plan was such a powerful option that I almost could have gotten rid of the pay once because so many people were taking it. And that's when I realized that there's an opportunity to break up expenses and that maybe I'm a little out of touch when it comes to how people pay. I just assumed if someone wants payment plan, they have a credit card, they're good to go. Anyway, today's guest kind of noticed something similar, and then he took it to the next level. Arad Leverton, Levertov, I keep saying Leverton, Levertov. What does Levertov mean? Good lever. Levertov. Oh, yeah, Tov. Good. All right. (laughs) The good lever. That actually works well for your business. the good lever, exactly. Arad is the founder of Sunbit. What they do is they help make these necessary purchases more... It's, it's not affordable. What's the phrase that you use to describe Sunbit? I think it is affordable, by the way. I think that at the end of the day, we allow people to get the service they need or buy what they need right now and pay over time. And we focus on the necessary purchases when you need to fix your car, you need to go to the doctor, which you need to do it to get back to your life. You want to get done with it. Uh, but it's a lot of time it's unexpected and you don't have this $2,000, you don't have this $1,000, you don't have this $400, like uh, 40% of Americans do not have $400 um, to, to, to use with unnecessary exp- expenses. And we allow them to get what they need and, and get back to the life. All right. I'm going to find out how you figured out this. this was a model, how you actually are able to get, basically, you're giving them a short-term loan for people who don't have credit cards and often, and like you said, they don't even have $400 at times. How are you able to do that? How are you able to put this whole model together? And we could do it thanks to HostGator. If you're out there and you need to start a new business, well, you're probably going to want a website and HostGator is a great hosting option. I know I use it, but I'll tell you about those later. First, all right, give me a sense of how much revenue you guys are doing. Where are you guys at Sunbit? So we are growing, we built the model, we started in 2016 um, officially, um, and then we are right now in about 7,500 uh, location and growing in hundreds of hundreds per month. As I mentioned, focusing unnecessary business, uh, non-discretionary, we call it, like uh, necessary businesses, like fixing a car, going to the doctor. And we are having uh, tens of thousands customers every month using our service and we are in the tens of the million dollar revenue and um tens of millions uh, of dollars in transactions going through your service or that's how much your your share of it is that's the that's the annual shares of it um the transaction is actually uh tens of millions per per, uh uh, per month and growing in a 25 to 30 percent quarter after quarter over the last seven quarters how many people don't have credit cards i felt like the credit card companies were giving them to everyone that's, that's a great question, and I will probably uh, correct you a little bit that many people have credit card, which is around, call it 60% of the people in the U.S. Um, 40% do not have credit card, or they have a credit card which is super limited, doesn't really f- uh, fill all the needs. Um, as I mentioned to you kind of uh, before before we talk, I'm, as you can hear, I'm an immigrant. I came to the U.S., I wasn't born here, I didn't have credit, I actually went to 
buy groceries to my kids and then decided to apply for for a credit card and actually after 10 minutes i got declined which is humiliating and I Wait, this is at costco this what this happened at costco you had a job at the time i had a job um I what was your job, job? I was a strategy and operation manager in a, in a company, in a lending company. Uh-huh. In the lending good, company? Yeah, I was making good money. And then um, I said, okay, it's time for me to get a credit card, right? Because I deserve yeah. a credit card. Why not? So after um, coming to the cashier, and I know if you've been to Costco, but it's always cost like three, $400 when you go there. Um, with three of my kids around me um, asking me starting personal question, how much do I make? Where do I live? Wait, they don't ask it. Don't they just give you a form? You fill it out? No, the cashier. This guy, the cashier, actually filled it out for the for me. So I was talking to him, and you need. I need oh, to, that's so to awkward give. for them to ask you how much you make with other people listening. It is awkward, and also where do I live, and do I rent, or do I own, and if I have a mortgage, what do I pay? And then after around ten minutes of discussion, the guy tells me, "I'm sorry, I cannot help you right now, but you will get a letter in the mail." I say, "Okay, so what do I do right now with what I need to buy? You have to find another way to buy with this." And um, and that happened, and apparently. 50%, which when one out of two people that actually apply for a credit card in store is getting declined. And then and, and it's getting declined. And by the way, the people who do get, get the credit cards, they pay high fees, they pay uh, over interest, they pay like a, a lot of a lot of payment that are not transparent. So that's when I realized that, and as I mentioned, I was working in the lending company and and eventually people take loans to buy stuff, right? I mean, that's, they don't take loan to put in savings, right? It doesn't make sense. So they, they take loan to buy either to pay for, for necessary purchases or for other stuff. And I realized, why can't we just cut all this middleman and give the people the ability to buy now a pay letter in the store and do it for everybody in a low rate and full transparency? Again, coming from the U, from outside of the U.S., I, I couldn't believe that 50% of the people get declined and the, the people who get approved actually not necessarily get a great rate. So I, I, I went to investigate. I went to furniture store. I said, it's actually happening in furniture store. I went to talk to um to mechanics. I said, it doesn't work. There is issue in mechanic. You I just went into a mechanic and you said, hey, are people getting turned down for credit? No, what's the question you ask? No, so I uh, first of all I got I got uh, I applied for for credit in a, in a furniture store and asked how many people get approved, how many people get declined. My I, I set up a time with my partner um, and said, okay, let's go meet in another furniture store and see what is the process. I went to mechanic. I started asking questions, what is the process? And I actually saw paper-based application, literally paper. And we are talking about five years ago and it's still happening. Like a paper, when you have to fill out, like you mentioned, you, you fill out a form. Um, it takes 10 minutes and then you need to give it to the cashier or to the doctor or to the mechanic and they need to put it in the computer, which is another <laughs> 10 minutes. And then 50% of the people get declined. I look at statistics, I saw it. And then I realized it doesn't make sense. It's one thing to get declined in front of your banker or you are at home alone when doing online, which is not fast. It's not fun at all. But when you do it in front of your doctor, who knows it since you were a kid, in front uh-huh. of your mechanic, it's humiliating not only to you, but also to the other Wait, side. Was there a thing where doctors were were filling out forms for people like that? Credit applications? It's this existed before? It is existing right now. It is I had no right idea now. that this, so, so that this when existed. You go, when you go to the dentist, right? You go to the dentist, maybe now, many times it is a paper form. Sometimes I call it, they put the form in the computer. The process is the same. Yeah, yeah. So you sit with your, with your dentist and maybe it's not the dentist, maybe it's the payment coordinator, which is the receptionist. And then they tell you, hey, Andrew, how much do you make? Whatever, all these questions, because you need to have the root canal, which costs $1,500. And then 
five out of 10 will get declined and sometimes actually six out of 10 will get declined um, after 10 minutes. And w- what would the customer do? The customer okay. would just walk away. I had no idea this was going on. Did you know this was going on because of your previous experience at what's the company, Innova? So I knew this was going on because I was one of these, right? I because got you got, only because you uh, got declined at, at Costco. And, and then I realized that my previous company, that's what they do. They give loans for people who don't get credit cards. But okay. but for me, as an immigrant, think you come, I was 30 when I came to the US and I didn't have a credit. So it took me a while to build the credit. To so build I credit actually, history. I, uh-huh. I actually were, I was a subprime customer. Then I was a near prime customer. And now I'm, now I'm, um, I'm a good payer. So I'm a prime okay. customer. But you're saying because of the work that you did at your previous company, this was you were the COO, Chief Operating Officer at Innova, which gave uh, loans to people. Is that how you understood that there are people who can qualify for loans, who can pay off those loans, who are still not getting it? Is that like, how did you know that this was an opportunity worth pursuing? That's great. So, so That's I saw it. the problem. I, uh, okay. I saw the problem because I got declined. And then I realized that... Um, there are companies that give loans to these guys, but are, but also the credit card companies. I mean, uh, I realized I started getting a lot of mail from credit card companies, and I'm sure everybody gets it. Oh, you got pre-approved for for uh, for credit card, right? You get it in the mail uh, every day. What you do is nine out of nine hundred ninety nine out of one thousand people actually go and throw it to the to the garbage, right? But the credit card companies and that I mean, there is a reason they they do it. Because both Innova, which gave loans for people that are not qualified for credit cards, and credit card company pay a lot of money to acquire customers. They pay sometimes $500 just to get the customer in. And what does it mean? That means that their lifetime value of the customer will be more than $500, right? They need to make more money on this. But this $500 is a waste. It doesn't go to the value to the customer. It doesn't go to the to the company. It goes whether to the advertising. Uh, so here's what, here's what I'm understanding. Yes, you had this experience. It's a great origin story. Go to Costco and realize that you can't get credit. But you also had all the background before that where you realize there are people who can qualify for credit. Giving out credit to those people who aren't, uh, who aren't necessarily credit worthy in other people's eyes is valuable. There is money to be had here. You understood how the infrastructure of getting the money to them made sense. And you said, I think I see a way to cut out uh, marketing expenses. We don't have to send out all the mail that is wasted if we can catch them at the store with a product that's better than credit card and give them a higher uh, yes rate than credit cards. I, exactly. I, yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm, I'm definitely being very anal. I see how no, no, all this no, com- no. collides in yeah, your mind. It all came together. It all came together. And no. I, will ju- I will just push one more thing on one thing that Do it. we have customers that are not only those who don't qualify to cost credit card. We have many customers and actually the... Um, the majority of the of the customer they do have credit card. They have credit cards, but they pay so much money for the credit card, and they rather manage the expenses and be more transparent with us. Because we, as you mentioned, we save this marketing money. We help the merchants to work with us. We give them value. We allow them to sell more, and and we get the customers. So it's a win-win. Win for the merchant and win for the customer because we we give value for the merchant by allowing them to sell more, and then we don't have the marketing cost, so we can give lower cost for the for the customer. This makes a ton of sense when you talk to me like that. All right. Who's the co-founder? So we are four co-founders. I'm the founder. We have uh, um, Tal, which is a a childhood friend. Um, He's the head of sales. Um, We are here in uh, in Los Angeles. We had uh, two additional founders, which I knew for many years. One is Onit. She is is the CTO. She was uh, worked with me almost 20 years ago at uh, at Intel Electronic as a a developer. And then... um, 
uh, Professor Tamir, which is the, uh, is the head of data science and machine learning in the Technion, which is the equivalent to uh, MIT in Israel, he's in charge of the data science and artificial intelligence and machine learning that allows us to make this decision for these customers. All right, you get the team together. And I think it was just you and, and Tal, your co-founder at first, am I right? Who decided you were no. going to walk store to store? No, it was all four of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Two of us went to store to store. Yeah. The, other, so you the, other, the, the other two build. The other two build the uh, build the infrastructure. Ah, okay, so it was still the four it. of you in the beginning, but you decided yeah. we're going to go store to door, talk to different merchants, see if you could put it in. And from what I understand, at first you thought it was going to be the local retailer, and in fact, you walked into this one boutique with your wife in this case, and your how many kids do you have, dude? Now I have four, but I think this is a lot of four, four kids. Yeah. All right, uh, impressive. So you go yeah. in there with your wife and four kids, and what do you say to this boutique owner? No, so, so this boutique owner, it was funny. Um, I went to see, and we didn't have the product. We just had like sketch of the product. Um, Tal and I went first, and 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 I wanted to target places where I, when I walk in, I may see the decision maker, right? Because you don't want to big chain. That's oh, it's cool, but I don't know. Let's go talk to corporate, right? And and this lady is called uh, All Debt and More Boutique based out of here in Calvo City. She loved it. She said, payment land is good. She said, our, our, our customers actually use layaway. Do you know what layaway, what layaway means? I can't believe that people still use it. My dad used to own these stores in the hood or sell to them. It was because someone couldn't afford to pay $10 for a sweatshirt. They would then put $2 down and keep paying their money until they hit the $10 and then they get and the sweatshirt. And then they get the sweatshirt, right? So, right. So, so, so it's true. Like people still use it. And now say, why do you do it? Let's get the sun bit, get the sweatshirt now in the case and pay over time. So she loved it. She gave us the opportunity. Uh, we started working with her. She was our first merchant. Then we collected different merchants. We tried to understand which vertical it will work best. But before we go uh, to the verticals, at that point, she is selling something. She needs the money in her account right away. Was it you taking your own money out of your bank account and sending it to her, wiring it to her, or is it an IOU? Or what? How do you work that out? We we invested. You, know, you personally, we, you we invested money. We'll come in back the, into your store later this week. We'll give you the cash. Yeah, no, we we, trans- we we gave the money automatically from bank to bank account. That's what we did. Okay. Right? Uh, we gave the money the next the next the next day. She got the money in the bank. So you weren't working with a lender yourself. This was you personally taking on the risk of the people who came into the store. We, yeah, we take the risk uh, from our own money. Even in the first any, boutique, we didn't have any investment in there. We did you have any credit money. checks? No, we did. Of course, we were in the first boutique. We get, we check the customer. We look okay. at the customer. We 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 gave. We got uh, that. We start building the model. Um, but we didn't have data, so we, we made some guess based on my, you know, some history and some knowledge, but we made some guess, but then we said, let's do it. You know, it's the, it's the first customer, you need to get the data to start working on your model. Arad, one of the things that I love about your website is as soon as I get to it, I see an iPad, not a piece of freaking paper. You're right. How many times do you get an application for credit on a piece of paper? It's to, it's such a ridiculous thing to do because I'm not used to typing on paper. I make mistakes. You see, I even say typing on paper. We make mistakes. So you created the app on an iPad, gave it to her. She puts it in front of people. They get a credit check. You automatically say, yes, here, we'll give you the money. Get, let them buy the, the product. That's how it worked yeah, even version one. Yeah, we credit check. We actually will. Yeah, version one, we get the data. And then we, of course, we use the, a lot of data to make the decision, not based on the credit check, but we, we don't, the customer doesn't even need to fill in up an application. We just scan the back of the driver license. And if you look at your driver license, you will see that on the yes. front, you have your name, your address, your date of birth. So basically we use this to fill, automatically fill the application for yourself, right? You because could do that and, and you check to make sure this works in every state. How did you make sure? Uh, 
I, it's, you, you nailed it. I actually, so when I was thinking about the, the idea, I started calling my friends from different states, show me a driver license, see if it's working. So I, I actually scanned by the way, but, but it, it does work in every state. Uh, we checked what? it. There is a code. If you look at your, your driver license, I have it. A, what, what can I, what can somebody get from that? My first name, last name. Did they get the credit card? I mean, did they get my uh, my date of birth from it? Everything you have on the front. Um, everything you have on the front, which is the date of birth and the and the and Dude, the. So address. anyone who wants to get my contact information, instead of putting a form in front of me, I could just they could just scan that card. Correct. You can see there is a there is a tick barcode in your uh, on the yeah. back end of your of your driver license. This this has the information that you have on the front. In, oh, that would be in, so good. I wish more people like, knew uh, that. 90 percent of the state, there is some say there's some less information, but in general, that's what you have. Yes. Okay, well, that's phenomenal. I, I don't know why it bothers me so much when I have to fill out my name and you know and date of birth and all that. All right, that makes a ton of sense. I'm with you now. You then go in. It starts to work, and still. Today, you're not selling to boutiques mainly. You were starting to tell me how you figured out who this would work with, who Sunbit would work with. How'd you figure that out? What was that problem? So, so we tried to see which verticals are the right verticals and try to just really walk in, in Los Angeles, like walking and driving, getting into places because you want to be in a place that from one hand, it's a little bit, it's a few hundred of dollars, right? Because you, 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 it makes sense to split it over payment plan. From the other end, it's not like a huge purchase that you spend like $10,000, $20,000 that you have the time to see it and to negotiate with the seller. So you want, and you also, because our process is so fast and within 30 seconds, we approved nine out of 10 people, we wanted something that is high velocity. And then we got into, um, um, my partner, Tal, he went to, uh, um, to a repair shop here in Toyota, to Toyota, and actually he bought a car. And then um, um, they offer him financing, but then he said, okay, what's going on? What about if I need to fix my car? What do you have? And told him, we don't have anything. We don't have anything if you fix the car. So actually he took out the iPad and showed it to them. And the guy told him, I want it now, leave it with me. So then we realized there is something over there, right? There is something in the car repair. Um, and then literally today we are in a one out of four dealerships in the US. There are 17,000 dealerships, which are authorized dealership on the repair side. We are in more than 4,500, uh, growing in 150, 200 a month for the last uh, year and a half. And um, we are the main player there. We help them. We help them to help people fix the car. Pretty simple. That makes a ton of sense. I could understand that I'm standing there. They tell me that I need to fix the car. It's going to cost $1,000. There, I may not have enough money. My credit card, I see. Maybe I don't even have a credit card. I get it. Even that, if you have a credit card, you don't, maybe you don't want to put it on a credit card, right? And then, I keep uh, forgetting you're right. I, you know why I don't, I don't pay attention to it? Because I pay off my credit card every month. It automatically gets paid off. You do. But many, you know, it's, uh, right. said, many of the people right. that do have credit card, I'm not talking about the world, they carry balance. That's how the credit card companies no, make money, right? No, you're absolutely right. I am blind to it because I don't personally experience it. Exactly. And it's staring me right in the face and it makes a ton of sense. So I'm not coming at you and saying, this makes no sense because of me. I'm going, how did I not realize that I am dealing with credit in a different way than most people. Of course, it makes sense. And then, and then one, one more thing I will say about Vertica. Okay. So then we started with the car, with the car repair, and then we thought, okay, where is the other places when people are get surprised, right? Okay, okay. something get surprised and they need to do. So then we went to healthcare. And in healthcare, the same idea. You go to the doctor, you think you have a feeling, it, depend, it happens to be a root canal. You go to cleaning, it happens to be a feeling. And then you need to get it done because it hurts. The doctor wants to sell it for you. Same idea huge market. These are, I call it the non-sexy vertical, but the vertical that everybody has. Everybody that drive a car, 
go to the doctor. And also, we are pretty strong in eyewear, in repair, you know, eyeglass. You go, you need an eyeglass. Um, over there, it's interesting. It's cost, usually eyeglass cost maybe three or $400. So it's not that expensive. Uh, but many times, people want to buy the second pair. And over there, the retailers, uh, we walk in with the retailer to offer for every customer no interest loan for three months. So no interest loan for three months, and it works for the customer. It's a win for the customer, and it's a win for the merchant as well. Okay. And the way that you discovered this was because you, your partner goes into the Toyota repair, realizes this is a thing that they want, and then you say, what is it that makes them so hungry for this and makes it so effective? It's that people have a big expense that they have to have. Where else can we have that? That's the ABC to get to where you are today. All right. I, I'm curious about the, the mechanics of this. Like, where does the money in your industry come from when you're you're basically borrowing money? Is it is it turned into uh, into debt instruments somehow? Is there a company that stands behind you and makes these loans based on your credit assessments? Where does this money come from? So we have different uh, um, sources of capital, and uh, we have we have hedge funds that give us money, and then and, uh, and uh, basically uh, once the loan is done, and again the loan is done by a bank first of all. So the loan is we are not the underwriter. There is a bank that we basically uh, the, the loan is signing, use leverage in our technology, but after the bank is uh, um, after the bank is uh, is lending, so we we kind of purchase the loan from them and use 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 a different source of capital sources of capital to leverage it. Um, and basically the merchant itself gets the money right away. So that's the most important thing. The merchant itself will get the money right away. They pay us merchant fee, but, but they will get it like the next business day and they don't have to worry about it. So do we have to deal with all the infrastructure, with the regular regular regulations, okay. with dealing with the customer, with, the, with dealing with the lenders and do it. You're in California, same state as I am right now, because you started out in California because... That's a great question because we, so I was living in Chicago. My partner was living in uh, New York and California had the best regulation to start with. Well, we started, uh, it called state-based state regulation. We started with the regulation that had the ability to, it called Retail Installment Act, which was good in California. That's why we moved into California with the families, by the way, taking a huge risk. Uh, um, say, okay, let's do it. Uh, don't take money, put money and see if it works. And then once we proved in California, we actually, um, Two years later, two years later, partner with the bank, and then the bank is actually the lender across the fifty states. All right, you told our producer that one of the reasons why you're from Israel, one of the reasons why there's so many Israeli entrepreneurs who do well is because of the army. I want to come back and ask you about the what otherwise would be considered chutzpah that you learned from the army as a good management uh, infrastructure. But first, let me talk about my first sponsor. It's Hostgator. Arad, I'm going to ask you this. I like to bring my guests in on a sponsor ad. If you were, let's say you're a super smart guy. Let's go back to, let's say, when you're 12, before you had all this going for you. If I were to say, Rod, happy, oh, 13, happy bar mitzvah. Instead of giving you money or instead of giving you something else, I'm giving you a website that I will personally host for the next five years, build a company on it. What would the 13-year-old Rod build on the site? What's a good idea that you could build that doesn't require regulations and everything else let's come up with a quick one i i have kids that play games all the time so i have, uh, I have kids that are 14 so that's what they okay. do so probably play games i don't know do, build gaming build, build other stuff you'd um, create games for kids on your on the site i don't know i would uh, I, I would do social i have no clue all right i think uh, i have an I idea around that the thing that you might experience as a dad which is one one of the things that i experience is what games are good and what games are bad 
how do I make this useful? And how do I make it so that it's like, or how do I I make sure that I'm picking stuff that's fun and useful for them? And what are the tools for it? And so imagine if somebody puts together a site of games and like guidance for dads, let's say focus specifically on dads in the beginning, right? And so maybe you're a dad and you forgot that chess was fun when you were six years old, because in the world today, you think it's not but they recommend it and they say, don't use chess.com, use chess kids, buy chess.com. And here's what you should be doing there so that your kid can have fun. Boom. Then what do you do? Is Minecraft useful or not? Put that on there. What else is out there and what, right? And then through all of this, as you're starting to give feedback to dads, maybe you also start to come up with your own game, an old game that people don't pay enough attention to that you believe should be modernized. I'll give you an example of it. Um, what is it? Go fish. I've noticed you people used to play go, go fish with just a standard deck of cards. Maybe you realize someone realized go fish should be played with its own deck of cards. So they invented a go fish card, right? You come up with your own and now you've got a pool of people who've given you feedback over the years who you've uh, uh, gotten trust from and you sell to them. That is an interesting idea. What do you think, Arad? That's cool. I think it can increase the bonding between the 13 years old kid and the dad, which is super important, right? Right. Really oh, and imagine this. They check off a box of what your kids' ages are. So if you have a five-year-old and a 10-year-old and a 15-year-old and the dad, what's one game that they could all play in common? And maybe how do you twist some of those games so that they could all play in common? Maybe it's Monopoly, but you have to have these. All right, this is one crazy idea. We throw these out in every one of my interviews, but chances are good that whoever's listening to me has a great idea of their own and they need a website for it. So where do you go to get a website? You go to all these different companies that have now sprouted up. A lot of them are fantastic, but here's the problem. Number one, they're more expensive. Number two, they aren't portable. So when you're ready to move on, you're stuck with them. HostGator will let you host with all these open source platforms, make it easy to get started, make it inexpensive. They'll scale with you. And if you hate their guts, you take your site and you walk away. Or maybe you're like me, you love them and you love that they have the lowest price possible when you use this URL. It's hostgator.com slash Mixergy to get that URL. Hostgator.com slash Mixergy. All right, let's talk about the Israeli army. What was that like? It's a great experience. Um, it's Everybody does it. It's a mandatory when you are 18. And um, and you really learn that you can do everything. Uh, you do stuff that you didn't think you would do. Um, I, I spent five years in the Israeli Navy. And um, when you are 20, finish almost on 24, you are a different man. Um, I, think, I think it taught me that everything is possible. You have to stay humble, and uh, but with confidence that you can do. You just need to achieve it. You also told our producer, and this is something that we learned in um, in management class at college. They said that anyone can challenge the leader, and they talked about how that is the way that things are run. What does that mean? So you've what is it called? The person who's on who's the head? Is it a commander? Whoever's in charge? Yeah, you know, you know, many times it's a good point. Many times people say army. It's like you need to have rules and, and discipline, which is super important. But what is unique about the about the Israeli army, the IDF, is that you teach. The, the, the regular soldier to be commanders and, 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 and to, to switch positions because people ask, okay, why do we go from here? Why do we go from them? Not all the time, right? you know, when you fight, you're fighting, but, but during the training and it, it challenges everybody to do more. And when I look at the company right now for Sunbit, there is only one goal is to make the customer happy and to make customer Sunbit better, right? Which is to make the customer happy. If the customer happy, the merchant is happy, it's good. And it doesn't matter if I say it or a person who just started the company say it and never a better idea, say it. Say it out loud. It's not about the authority. It's about the value of the customer. So so that's what you learn in the Israeli. So army. what's an example of somebody who, who spoke up to you and said, hey, boss, you're wrong? 
Oh, all the time they do really? it. Really? It's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's the, you hire, look, we, we started as, as I said, we started like four people when I'm kind of myself and then and calling the other people. And now you have more people. Now we have training. We're heading more, many stores all the time. And they told me, no, we need to do the training this way or that way. We need to go and visit the store. We need to actually, you cannot train them online. You cannot train the mechanic online. You have to go there and to be with them and to really shoulder to shoulder to do it. So let's build um, a strategy around it. I didn't think about it when I started because you remember my background is from credit and I got declined. I didn't think about walking hand to hand with the retailers, but we built it. And now one of the things that we are doing that I'm so, I'm so proud of is the fact that we have great support for our merchants and retailers that work with them hand to hand to help the customer. So this is something that came from one of the employees. What's an average interest rate? So many of the customers actually get zero interest, literally zero, like because because the, the merchant actually take the um, um, take the risk, right? So 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 we, instead of paying hundred dollar to the merchant, we'll pay ninety five or ninety three percent, but the customer will get it at zero. Uh, and and when you look at the average interest rate, you need to differentiate between the um, uh, the prime customer, the, those who actually get credit cards. So for those, if we basically cut at least by you know. 40, 50% of the, of the cost. So if the, if your credit card, if you look, you, you pay everything upfront, but if you look at your statement, you will see that your interest rate will be probably 20, 25%. For us, you will get, the, you will may get a loan with like 10 to 15%. For those who do not have credit card or get declined for credit card, they go to something called payday loan. I don't know if you heard about this term, but this goes to 400, 500 and a thousand percent annual interest rate. And what we, we will charge them maybe, you know, high 20s, um, but it's like 10 times cheaper than what, than what they, they would get uh, from otherwise. So we, we, we thrive to say that each customer will get a better offer from Sunbit compared to, compared to what they have in the wallet. All right. I understand that. In the beginning, that money was coming out of your pocket, right? You then get to Arizona after California. Now you're expanding. And at that point, you went to look for a bank partner. Roughly how much... How much business were you doing month to month before you went to get a bank partner? So relatively not a lot. I mean, we did we did like I mean, we had probably three three hundred to five hundred stores. I mean, at the time that we talked to to, to bank. So what partners. does that mean? Uh, a um, half a million dollars in sales that you're yeah maybe one maybe one one and a half. It's, 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 and you guys had between the four of you one and a half million to shell out no, every month. No, 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 we did raise money. No, we did raise. You money. raised money. How much? Yeah, so yeah, before no. you got a banking partner, you raised money. Yeah, yeah, we raise money. Wow. When we were only in California, we raise money. We raise How money much money? From, um, so we raise, uh, um, I think, thirteen million dollar between the seed and the round day, uh, okay. which which is a relatively uh, a, a big amount because you need to build the infrastructure, right? You need to build the um, one. You need the salespeople. Two, mm-hmm. you need you need the, all the regulation and then the the legal in to make sure it's all hundred percent kosher because you want to be clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we raise this money and then. I think somewhere around 2018, we, we raised another $10 million. That's where we exactly negotiated with the bank. And then we got the bank um, sometimes after that. Okay. How hard was it to get a banking partner? So we, since we knew this is something that it has to be right from the beginning, we built it right. It just takes time. Um, not everybody works fast like a startup. It makes sense, right? Uh, so it just took time. But um but we did right. We had a, we had a great partners. We have a great bank that uh, works with us, and uh, we like it. Lending clubs situation impacted you. What happened with Lending Club, and then what impact did it have on you? 
you know, many of the um, of investors sometimes they follow the herd, right? They follow like the, the industry. And what happened in Lending Club in 2016? They had some, you know, internal issues that actually dropped their their valuation from I think whatever seven eight billion dollar to at that time it was maybe sub one billion dollar valuation and um, and it put the entire lending um, industry that, that used to get a lot of money from uh, venture capitals um, at risk so many many VCs didn't want to invest in lending and we needed money from VC mm-hmm. so we had to find people I um, mean we're lucky to find people who are super happy with the investor that actually think, yes, I know lending is not great right now, but here they're building a different model. Remember the story about the marketing, what they're building is something that will add value and will not cost a lot of money eventually. Yes, we need to believe that they will go to the stores and they will be able to get the loans, but we believe in the team and that's why we found our great investor that are still there, you know, since 2016, 2017, still with us. Who's the investment? Who's the investor? So we have we have uh, three main investors that are lead, leading the round. One of them is Chicago Ventures that came from Chicago. Uh, um, the other one is Group 11, which is a local group here in, in Los Angeles, which is focused on fintech, which both of them been with us since 2016 and 2017. And then we have Zev Ventures, which is based on Silicon Valley, which joined in 2018 um, um, as a great investor. And they're still with us and leading the, the rounds. And you recently raised $130 million. This was like weeks ago, I think, right? No, yeah, a few uh, months ago. Two months ago, yes. May, I think, is when I saw the announcement. Yep, yep. $130 million, and now you're officially worth more than a billion dollars, a unicorn. Unreal. Why are you not? You're not even smiling as I say that. It's not. No, you, you because know, no, because I'm focused on the on the value that we need to do. You know, it's just uh, it's great. It's a great sentiment from the from the investors. Uh, we got it from internal investor. We got external investor, like insurance companies that came to to join and 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 uh, led this round, um, which is a great. I mean, we're super excited about it. It's, it's a great uh, recognition of what we did so far. But there's so much more we can do. So much thing we can do. There's so many customers in the U.S. and in the in the entire world that needs our service, and um, it just puts uh, more pressure on me and then the team, which is great. <laughs> What's your process for getting um, for getting new merchants? So we have we have uh, um, multiple uh, strategies, right? We have it all start with boots on ground, like it's it's actually it's, people going in and actually seeing people the store going owners. in, showing the iPad, and you know we call it the magic trick. Um, Given like thirty seconds, show that you can scan everybody and approve nine out of ten. So that's what we do. So we have people right now as we are speaking, we have people running in the entire country that actually selling. We also have people that training the people after it. So this is start with this. But then when you're growing, we also have partnerships. So we have partnership with the big OEM, like with Honda, with Kia, with Nissan. We have partnership and they they endorse us into their dealership and the same with other verticals. So we start with Booster Ground, then we go to the to the big guys um, and we work with them end to end. And what happened to COVID when a lot of these locations were shut down and they were definitely not eager for someone to just walk in? That's a great question. So, so you know, March 15, we realized that COVID is March 15, 2020. We realized that COVID is real. It's not like something like a flu that nobody knows about. And then um, <laughs> what would you do, right? I mean, what, what would you do? And then, and then we realized that, um, one, there, there are a few concerns. One, you are, there is people will not use the service. Two, you're afraid that the people who use the service will not pay you back, right? Because mm. you don't know what will happen to the world, to right. right? 
and you want to be in between, you still want to approve nine out of 10 people because you, you have commitments for your merchants, but you want to be more careful. So, so we adjust the model to be, more, to be more careful while still maintaining this 90% approval. Again, remember all the credit cards and other companies not approve more than 50% and we approve nine out of 10. And then we, we realized that since we work with necessary businesses, all the dealerships were still open. Uh, and while yeah. they, didn't, they didn't have any, a lot of cars coming to them, they realized that this is opportunity to get a service that when, they, when the customer come back, they will need it. And we were a little bit lucky because the manager had more time to, to answer our calls and to see our faces. And they signed, they signed, the, they signed the, um, the, the market. So actually Q2 of 2020 was a record uh, quarter fast in the dealership because many of them signed um, and added the service. And they knew that when the start customer coming back in May, in June, they will need it. And actually, so we completed a really nice V-shape between um, February to June. And since then, we keep going. And then what about the other uh, businesses like dentists, I think we're seeing. So dentists, were, so, yeah, dentists and, and then eyewear were, were basically um, down for like two quarters and start picking up in late Q3 and Q4. Um, but we took the time, we worked with them, whatever they need. And then um, and then we, we were there with them. What are you doing online? I was surprised that you were online. I, I was thinking of Sunbit as the offline company. So we mostly offline, that's the focus, but we do offer, we have a full solution online like the other buy no pay later solutions. And we offer it mostly for merchants that actually want to uh, get the full omni-channel. So we have a chain of 150 lo uh, store location that actually sells apparel for motorcycles. And we've been with them for like since 2017. And they actually wanted to add us into their um, e-commerce side. So the customer, mm. if they go to shop online, they can buy it. And when they go to the store, so we, we have a solution, which is great online. Uh, we also have a solution when you fix a car, sometimes you leave your car in the morning, you go to your work and then you get a text message. Oh, it's not only the brakes, it's also the tires, but you want to get pre-qualified so you can do it online. And then you come complete the purchase in the, mm. in the store. So we have the full um, uh, scale of solution from either on in the store, start online, finish in store, or fully online. And I told you before we got started, this is sim this seems similar to a firm. And the distinction you told me to pay attention to was that a firm is for regular purchases. It could even be for the really nice jacket that you wanted. But Sunbit is for the thing you have to have, like fixing the brakes on your car, right? I think that um, yeah, firm and uh, other companies are doing great job in bringing bringing the buy now pay later to the e-commerce to what to what we say nice to have things when you buy a jacket when you buy a, a you know a bicycles like the cool things like this and most of it happened in the in the um, e-commerce when they do it online. What we did, we built it the same idea. We built the same technology, which higher approval rate um, and uh, and um, and different level into the real life, which mostly happen in the stores. All right, let's close it out with this. Why, why Sunbit? How'd you come up with that name? That's a great, that's a great question. So we were looking to find something that rhymes with credit and debit, because we knew we want to develop a new payment method, which is uh -huh. kind of hybrid between debit to credit, right? You give credit, but you collect it automatically. You don't give, you collect it automatically like a debit card. And, um, and then we came up, actually, my, my, uh, my, my uh, co-founder's wife came up with the idea, why not Sunbit? Because it's one, it, it rhymes with, with credit and debit. Two, Sun is positive. 
the yeah. sun rise to everybody. So you will yeah. approve nine out of 10 people. So it tries to everybody. And there is a bit which is mid technology. And now we said you can pay bit by bit with Sunbit. We are super mm-hmm. happy about the name. Um, the logo, if you see there are 12 um, kind of pieces which reminds the 12 payments. And um, now we just need to get it out there. And you take it out of people's bank account directly? So when, when they complete the, uh, the, tra- the transaction, they also scan the debit card. Um, and then they basically pay down payment and allow us to authorize the, the debit. So they don't have to worry about it. They don't have to, to think wow. about it. All right. I like the simplicity. I just freaking love that you could scan a uh, driver's license and automatically pick up all the data you need. Exactly. All right. It's also, the idea is to be super simple for the customer and super sophisticated in the backend that each customer mm. will get the best offer that they can. All right. Great freaking idea. Um, hang on with me after it's done. I want to ask you about a, uh, someone in my audience and what they're working on that's that's kind of similar. I'd love your feedback on it. But for now, I'll say thank you. The website is sunbit.com. And I want to thank HostGator. If you need a website hosted, go to hostgator.com. Bye, everyone.